0: Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush podcast. Welcome to the 49ers Rush Podcast. I am your host as always, John Chapman. Let me put my headphones on here. And man, we have a very exciting and fun episode for you. And really just starting out... This is this is Super Bowl time. We've got two weeks. We're, we're going to dive as deep into every single facet of this game as we possibly can. And today what we're going to primarily focus on, and we're going to look back just a little bit and look forward back and forth, but we are going to be able to, you know, we're going to walk away from this podcast with this, understanding exactly how and why the 49ers were able to establish the run that they were um, against this Packers defense. Hey, we're we're going to jump into all that. We're going to be able to get all your questions in. So, for those of you that are listening from afar, or if you're close, I could already see Fidel from uh, Faithful from Washington and Mary territory. Thanks for joining us, Fidel. Any questions or concerns you guys have on there, please uh, do not hesitate. Make sure you tag me at John, and we will be filing through these bad boys, getting to as much 49ers content as is humanly possible. And here's a couple extra things I'm going to say to you guys. We are stepping it up. And, and by a lot. So, a couple things. One, we're going to be adding a couple extra shows this week and next week leading up because we have to embark. We got to enjoy. We got to take in all that we can that is 49ers from now until Super Bowl Sunday and enjoy what has gotten us this far because this is rare. You know, you look across the street to the Kansas City Chiefs. This is their first Super Bowl birth in 50 years. You know, most organizations aren't like the 49ers, where they have so much success. You know, we were there in 2013, uh, seven years ago, and now we're making it back and stronger than ever. So excited about that. But. We're going to have a lot of shows, so just want to let you know and kind of get used to it. If you haven't already, hit that bell so that you are notified every single time we go live so that you can join us and we can have a dialogue. We can bring this conversation back and forth and we can figure out where we are, where we're going, things to watch out for. So again, today's episode is going to be primarily focused on the 49ers offense and what they were able to accomplish against the Packers with the running game and things like that and what that means moving forward. So. So, you know, scheduling wise, the next two episodes, we've got the 49ers offense today, 49ers defense tomorrow. Then we're going to dive into a whole bunch of Kansas City film. Uh, we're going to know as much as there is to know about the Kansas City offensive, defense, schemes, tendencies, players, all those things. And so, what we're trying to do here with the 49ers Rush podcast is be your one stop shop uh, for all things 49ers. Now, I'm not saying there's not other podcasts out there, I listen to other 49ers podcasts as well. But um, we are here. I want to make sure if you only had to listen to one podcast that's out there, it, it's got to be us. Uh, one, the film, and all those other things that are out there as well. So let's let's jump into it. Let's have some fun here. And man, wave head right off the bat. What's, what's up, John? How was the vacay? It was awesome. I was uh, up in Park City, Utah, uh, skiing with my old coaching buddies uh, from Dallas, way back from whenever I used to coach school. We've gone on 10 straight years of coaching uh ski trips just keeping up with old friends and it's an absolute blast just to get away it's a lot of fun so uh, i was able to bring all my equipment up there which they all kind of poke fun at me for whatever else but uh it worked out very well you got to watch the game got to broadcast afterwards and so so glad to be back in the studio and being able to just you know just kind of hone in and just be with the film and break down the film and let let, let why not put it up there let's go let, let's just move right into it here is the offensive film the all 22 footage and the coaches film from, um you know the inside film that's going to be filmed from behind the quarterback or behind the linebackers and again if you want to join us and if you want to be able to hear all the coaching notes that go on top of this this is a 54 minute breakdown and it's a run heavy as it can get you know we look at the stats that took place in this game and it's been talked about a lot you know jimmy garoppolo attempted eight passes it was a run, 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 and then some more runs. You, 42 rushes, 285 yards, 6.8 yards per carry. And you have to factor in, that's four kneel downs. <laughs> four kneel downs, and you still average 6.8 yards per carry. And all of that goes back to the MVP of the game, who I don't, I don't think anybody would question. Raheem Mostert, you know, the story, the travel that this guy has accomplished in such a short time. And I'm sure it doesn't feel like a short time to him. If you watch the press game, the post-game press conference with Raheem Mostert, he said before every single game he goes out there, he has a notebook. And in it, he has the date that every NFL team cut him. And he reads through that to remind him of what it was like before... He got to the 49ers. And another thing that people don't, you know, understand, Raheem Mostert was there before Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch took over. He was he was the leftover, one of the fews. And he has been able to just wait patiently and finally find his way into this mold. He was the number four running back going into training camp. Then Jarek McKinnon, his knee didn't come back you know, completely well, then, you know, Tevin Coleman and Matt Breida were still way ahead of him. Breida goes into the doghouse with, you know, four fumbles and about 11 carries. He lost two of those fumbles. He didn't lose all of them. And so that happened. Tevin Coleman separates his shoulder not quite sure how long he's going to be out. There's a small chance Tevin Coleman can come back and play in the Super Bowl, but it's very doubtful. And man, Raheem Mostert, who the eye test has proven he's the guy right a a former track guy gold medalist in the big 10 in the 100 meter dash he's a 10-1 guy in the 100 meter dash he's special Uh, oh there was i said the word sorry guys i was trying my hardest not to say special and uh just said it twice so hopefully i can (laughs) everybody has to take a shot Uh, i know it's early but that's okay um You know, he got offered a surfing contract while he was in school. It turned it down because he wanted to play football. Bounced around. Almost. It's it's a remarkable story, and it's one of the reasons why we love the NFL so much that there are guys out there like Raheem Mostert that can wait till the biggest stage in the football universe and he goes 220 yards four touchdowns they again back to his post-game press conference they asked him they said man when was the last time you had over 200 yards and four touchdowns and he said never he was a wide receiver in high school so you don't have those insane numbers that you have for most superstars and then in purdue i think he said he had a 180 game and like one touchdown but that was it so to have your best performance, one of the second best rushing performance in NFL postseason history, second only to Eric Dickerson, uh, you know, breaks every single Frank Gore, Forty Nineers, Roger Craig record from the postseason, shatters all those, and to happen at that stage. Uh, it's unique to say the least, and I love that guy, Raheem Mostert. Just the way he plays, his speed, and you're going to see in a lot of these video clips just how some players will have a perfect angle on him, and he'll just blow him out of the water. They won't even touch him. And the guy that he kind of abused the most was Darnell Savage. And that's the rookie out of Maryland, the first round rookie that ran a four two. He ran a four. I think it was a four two six or a four two four. So he's not slow by any stretch. But Raheem Mostert showed him what real speed was and speed kills and it, it totally took over now if you're watching the film the first series of the game you come out you go three and out and then you come back out and respond in a way you get the ball to your playmakers you find a way to get the ball into Debo's hands who had such a special game you know Debo Samuel he had two rush attempts right for 43 yards. <laughs> two rushing tips for 43 yards. Two catches for 46 yards. The guy touched the ball four times and had 89 total yards. He's so explosive. And again, I put this out there and I want this to stick. I'm going to start using this, guys. Uh, my Yak Pack, yards after catch, it is Kittle, it is Debo. Those two guys, the Yak Pack. So I want that to stick. Hopefully you guys are in on that too. I, I need to throw up a poll on Twitter just to know if I'm crazy uh, with that or not. But I love it. Uh, the yards after catch pack, the Yak Pack, Uh, both those two guys, they are nuts. Let's get to some more questions on here. John, Niner by Nature. Um, How successful do you think our defense will be against the Chiefs offense? That's the question. You know, you go back through and you look at what the Kansas City Chiefs have done offensively and we're going to jump into their film and all those things. You know, they're the fifth ranked, fifth most points scored, sixth most yards. We're we're ahead of them in both those categories. But whenever you scroll down through the points that they have put up, 51 points against the Texans, 35 against Tennessee, 31 against the Chargers. Uh, these are their last 3 games they can score in a hurry. And whenever Patrick Mahomes is on, you're talking 21 points in a quarter with ease. So I think that we can do well against them. You know, we looked through their entire thing, you know, they played the Patriots and they scored 23 points against the Patriots who have the number 1 uh, point defense and number one yard defense so they they can score on anybody and they're a mismatch because of guys like Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes obviously Kelsey is a is a huge player in there but the thing that the 49ers have going for them is they practice against versatile tight ends every day in practice right they go against Kittle so our linebacking core is designed we have as much speed in the linebacking core as anybody in the NFL perhaps the Falcons have more but we got a lot of speed there Now, the Colts were able to hold them to 13 points and beat them, but that was all the way back in week five. So they put forth a lot of points. Really curious to see how we're going to stop them and what that's going to look like. I want to wait and hold off that question until I get into a lot more film uh, for the Packers. Again, as I said, the schedule this week, today's offense, tomorrow's 49ers defense versus the Packers, then we're jumping into uh, Kansas City film. So we're going to have some time. We're going to, I, I don't want to do a crappy job on anything. I want to do an in-depth job on everything. So we've got time. We've got two weeks. We don't have an opponent this week, and we're we're just gonna take it, uh, you know, day by day, and just spend as much time as we possibly can, just breaking down film. Um, Andre, we're going to the Super Bowl, baby. Let's go. I'm with you, Andre. I am pumped up. I, I'm, and here's the deal. All right, I I, I didn't want to jump right into this. I got a couple announcements to make. Number one, I'm flying out to Miami, baby. <laughs> Whether or not I get a ticket, that's a whole other story. But I am in the works with a couple different um, key bars and areas downtown, some big name locations. And we are trying to host the official 49ers uh, party leading up to the Super Bowl. And I'm so excited. We're in the works with a lot of big time 49ers players. Nothing's official yet, but we've got a lot of verbal confirmations. I don't want to put anything out there until it's 100% solid and everybody signed up. But I'm going to be host of that bad boy. So the 49ers Rush Podcast, we're going coast to coast. We're heading out to Miami. And I'm kind of stepping out in faith a little bit <laughs> and just trying to put myself out there. You know, the whole goal of this podcast, as I said earlier, I want to bring the best content to the faithful. That's what I that was my dream, right? I, I want to be the guy that does whatever the faithful wants and is out there. And how can I be that if the 49ers are having one of the most historic seasons in the franchise history and I'm not there? So I'm going. Uh, bought my tickets today, flying out there, and man, they were freaking expensive, but that's okay, I mean, I am a teacher, I do have another job, Uh, I had to speak with my principal, Uh, she gave me the okay, Uh, she wasn't happy about it, but she gave me the okay, (laughs) so very thankful for that, so I've got support from them, and I'm going out there, and I'm just going to try to make this happen, I'm going to be broadcasting you know, from this venue, we're going to do a Friday meet and greet. I'm going to give you guys the name of the venues and times and all those things if you're going to be out in Miami. But it's going to be pretty cool because we'll be broadcasting um, nonstop. You know, Friday, Saturday, before the game, after the game, i want going to be uh, bringing some interview equipment out there as well to interview fans before and after the game, get some uh, stories for uh, the faithful and all that stuff. I'm so excited. Uh, hoping, you know, working with some sponsors and some different things, try to get a ticket. But uh, as you guys know, those tickets are insane. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, if you want to help me out, and if, you know, the best way, there's two ways. Number one, The Patreon members, I just want to say thank you, guys. Uh, The people that support us over on Patreon, that's huge. You know, that's a way that we can, again, constantly put into uh, this podcast. But if you want to help out and just give a small gift to kind of help this adventure take place, and uh, again, if you don't want to, don't worry about it. But I attached my PayPal and my Venmo at the bottom of this. If you want to give a little gift, you're more than welcome to. You do not have to. But, uh, yeah, Uh, teacher, adoptive parent traveling across the country to go to the Super Bowl. That's what it is. But I want to try to create something special for you guys. And I understand not everybody can go. I get that. I want to make it as if we are all there and create that type of thing. So if you guys have some ideas for some original coverage that we could do from Miami, uh, that's what I want to bring you. So please let me know. And again, the PayPal and Venmo information, that is in the description of this video if you would like to contribute but don't feel the need to at all. That is only if you like this podcast. You know, It's free, all those things. But if you want to help out, much appreciated. Uh, Love you guys and all the support. It's freaking awesome. Anyway. Back to questions from David. Do we need to worry uh, <laughs> about Wish not kicking balls into the end zone? Special teams is a concern for me. You know, we go to the Packers game. The 49ers won all three phases of the game, dramatically so. But Mitch Wishnowski kicking the ball in the end zone off kickoffs is a problem. And whenever you look at... What the Kansas City Chiefs are, guess what? They have two of the most dangerous returners in all of football. And me, Cole Hardman, and DeAnthony Thomas. We haven't even talked about Tyreek Hill yet. But what those guys do, you can lose some hidden yardage there. I'm with you, David. I lose my mind whenever you don't kick the ball through the end zone and just start at the 25. Now, we saw kind of a positive of that against Green Bay whenever they fumbled the ball off the kickoff return and we were able to tackle him inside the 10. Akela Witherspoon came up with that tackle, actually. But, yeah, I don't want returns <laughs> from Nico Hardman. I don't want returns from D'Anthony Thomas, and I sure as hell don't want Tyreek Hill touching the ball at all. So, you yeah, know, I'm with you. That is going to be a concern. Hopefully, he is able to, I don't know, do some extra leg exercises and put just a little bit more on there Um, and take that for what you want. Uh, From Kay Laguna, hey, John, do you think with Shanahan having a lot of success with the run game, do you think that the 49ers should look into adding a hybrid quarterback like a Taysom Hill? You know, you go back to Shanahan's time in Washington. He drafted RG3, and he got rookie of the year with RG3. It put up just a crazy year, then he got injured and all those things. So, yeah, you know, if you were to build the perfect quarterback for a Kyle Shanahan system, it's definitely not Jimmy Garoppolo. But is Jimmy Garoppolo a top 10 quarterback in the NFL? Hell yeah, he is. Um, You know, I think every team wants somebody like a Taysom Hill, but he wants to do multiple things and he doesn't like to be predictable. So I think the closest thing that we're going to get to that is maybe you get some, like, Debo <laughs> back there running the Wildcat. But we're a ways away from that. Um, but, yeah, it would make sense. I doubt that he wants to take Jimmy G off the field, though. But it would be fun. I would like that, especially with how they run the ball. Why not, right? Uh, from Raymond, um, how, does your, um, how does our defense hold up against Kansas City? Our defense holds up well against everybody. It really, really does. The thing that scares me the most is quick passing, which we saw versus the Saints game. But the Chiefs don't really do that a lot. They like to hold on to the ball. And, you know, the question was asked to me earlier. I don't I don't remember who asked. Uh, I should probably jump through my Twitter feed just to give credit to the appropriate person. But uh, they asked, how mobile is, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes really? And he's not that fast. He's not a speedster, but he is very mobile. He only ran a 4.8 in the forty, so he's not a straight-line speed guy, but he was in above the 85th percentile in short shuttle and three-cone. So he's very, very shifty. He's very, very strong. Uh, He doesn't go down easy. He's a big dude, and that's the thing. So, um, you know, the 49ers have struggled most with, one, quick passing and two mobile quarterbacks, right? Quick passing, Drew Brees, mobile quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson, um, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson. So curious to see how they're going to implement that. But our defense holds up very, very well. The one thing that I will say is the Kansas City Chiefs do not need to run the ball to be successful. They don't have to run the ball. Uh, they they really kind of chalk it up to, eh, we'll run the ball sometimes. But they're not really a team like us or like really any team in the NFL. You know, they're 27th in the NFL in rush attempts, 23rd in rushing yards. And 20th and yards per attempt, it's not something that they specialize in. They want to air the ball out. That's what they want to do. They want to get their players in space. And then they want to, you know, their speed players, whether that's Tyreek, Nicole, um, Marcus Robinson, Sammy Watkins, all their guys are fast athletes with the ball in their hands, and they want the big play. That's what they're trying to do. Um, from MAK710, John, how do you think Coleman will perform after the dislocated shoulder? He's going to be fine. The question is time. The question is time. So I'm hoping Coleman will return. You know, you saw, gosh, if you saw how pissed off Kyle Shaney, I mentioned this in the reaction show if you listened Sunday after the game. You know, Raheem Mostert runs it like seven times in a row. Goes out there, gets exhausted, and motions to the sideline, "Take me out! <laughs> I could barely stand." He comes off the field. Kyle Shanahan's looking down at his play card, and you can tell somebody said Breida's going in, and he flipped out, so many f bombs, and called a timeout because he did not want Breida in the game. He didn't want him out there. Called a timeout, and you know, to get him out, like in the second quarter, in the middle of the quarter. And so then he sends Brita, or Mostert back out there, runs play, gets the first down. It was the third and two play. It was the one where Mostert motioned, uh, lined up in an empty set, and then he motioned back into the backfield and got the first down on third and two. But uh, he's not wanting to give the ball to Brita. Uh He is 100% in the doghouse. Now, Jeff Wilson's going to be activated no matter what. I can guarantee you that even if Coleman is active. There's a possibility Jeff Wilson will be activated over... Um, Matt Breida, um, you know, and if you're watching the film, you're about to see a huge touchdown, one of the many from Raheem Mostert. You just see why. Just great blocking and amazing things by, it, it's crazy what they were able to do. This is one of my favorite play calls, the first third and eight. They just run a trap play, and Mostert takes it to the house, 30-plus yards. Uh, what a great play call here, because even if you don't get it, it's third and eight, you're kind of in no man's territory, because you don't want to punt there, if you kick it there, it's a 55 yarder, you don't like that, so you're kind of two down territory, so you can call a run and play, and if you don't get it, you can go for it on fourth as long as you get closer to it you don't expect Raheem Mostert just going to turn it on. But great blocking. You know, A person comes in, gets a great trap. Staley gets to the second level and seals the linebacker. And then just pure speed takes two safeties out of the play just because people think that they have the right angle on Raheem Mostert. I mean, you're watching this right now. Darnell Savage, he's just got an open lane. Open lane. He's screaming downhill. And he's not even going to touch him because (laughs) he just takes the worst angle ever. Um, So hopefully Coleman comes back. It's iffy right now, but Mostert's going to be the guy. And you don't have to worry so much about, oh, we got to make sure everybody's fresh. Nope, not in the Super Bowl you don't. There's no games next week. It's it. You leave it all on the line. So I think it's going to be a little bit more of a heavy workload for... Raheem Mostert, I think it's going to be much more like what we just saw versus the Packers where he's going to get 25-plus carries. I don't think they're going to be rotating backs and wait for the hot hand. I think it's going to be the Raheem Mostert show again. I uh, really do think that's what it's going to be. Uh, oh, Philip, Oh, this hurts. This hurts to talk about. John, what happened with Hot Mike? The NFL happened. Uh, they came after me pretty hard. Uh, me specifically, turns out, uh, they did not like it. So basically, Hot Mike's executives and CEO and uh, great people come up with a great idea, and it worked across all sports, and the NFL did not like it. Uh, two days back-to-back meetings, basically what has been resolved is we are no longer allowed to do play-by-play. We can broadcast but we can't talk about what's happening in the game. We're only allowed to talk about 49ers generically and kind of not allowed to talk about that. I don't want to put out a sub, you know, kind of whatever content. That's not who I am. If it's not the best, and if it's not what you guys want, I'm, it's not worth my time. I'm going to move on and find something that's better for you guys. Unfortunately, that's what it is. So I'm still going to be associated with Hot Mike. I'm still working with them. Hopefully, we can get something worked out next season. But um, yeah, that's kind of where it is. The NFL basically said uh, <laughs> no play-by-play announcing and said specifically the 49ers Rush podcast. We were the videos that they showed in the meetings on what not to do. I don't know how I got on their radar But, um, yeah, it's what it is, and it's kind of a bummer. You know, as somebody that's a huge fan, you know, this isn't my living. This is just a little bit extra on the side. I do this because I love it. I did it for three straight years before I made my first penny, and uh, it kind of sucks having the NFL uh, put the fans last over and over and over again. I hate that crap. You know, the the 49ers put in a petition or just asked. They wanted to wear the 94 All-Whites for the Super Bowl which are fan favorites, my favorites. And the NFL said no because it clashed with their Super Bowl 45 logo, uh, 54 logo. Sorry. Sorry. And so it it's kind of frustrating to say the least. It really don't like that. But it's where we are. Um, the NFL is the NFL. They're a behemoth. Can't fight them. I don't have the money for that or whatever. And so it just kind of kind of take it and move along. So that's kind of where I'm at, which is a bummer. But, uh, it's what it is. So... I do want to take time, however, and thank my sponsor, mybookie.ag, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E.ag. Uh, use promo code 49ers49ERS. 49ERS. They're going to double your initial deposit. Now, they do have a rollover. If you're not familiar with what that is, uh, whenever you're setting up your account, you just click on it. It's going to explain what that is. It just means you need to bet a certain amount of times if you're going to collect all that free money. But it's not really a big deal if you bet very often. But anyway, head over there to mybookie.ag, and the lines are up, and they are moving. The 49ers came out as underdogs by a point and a half. It's already moved up to two points. The 49ers are, the money's coming in on Kansas City's side. Let it. (laughs) I've already jumped on this spread big time. Um, I'm taking the 49ers plus two with a giant smile on my face. Uh, I really do think that this should be flipped. The 49ers, if you listen to the reaction show, I really felt that the 49ers should have been a point-and-a-half favorites, but they gave it to the Chiefs. Uh, I don't think that there's a debate on who's the more complete team. I don't think there's a debate on who has the best defense. I, the only thing that you could talk about is Patrick Mahomes. I, I do believe Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. I don't think it's, much clo- I don't think it's close, but Jimmy G's a beast. And the national media is trying to serve this garbage up, saying, "Oh, they can't trust Jimmy G, so they keep running it It's total b s and anybody that anybody that says that doesn't know football and didn't watch the game. that's all there is to it so one um you yeah, head over there put down money on the 49ers. That's what I've done. If you want to bet with me, uh, the over under is at 55. So they're expected a barn burner. (laughs) And I I think rightfully so. I think this is going to be a game that's going to be up in the thirties for both of them. It's going to be one of those games. that's going to be an absolute blast of a game. I don't think it's going to fall in line with the previous 49ers playoff games that are just, you know, so one sided. I think it's going to be a fun one. This is going to be one for the ages. I really do think that, um, So anyway, that's MyBookie.ag, our sponsors the whole season and have allowed us uh, to just kind of expand and bring a whole bunch of new stuff to the the game. And so really do appreciate them all year long. MyBookie.ag, the number one sports betting site online. They are awesome. Any questions, you can reach out to me or them. Their help and support staff is nuts. Um, So if you have any questions, just reach out to them. They'll help you out. So. Um, let's see here. Cody Baxter. Uh it's okay, John. You are special. Oh, uh, look at that. Got special in there for the third time. Appreciate that. Um let's see here. From I'm Nobody You Need to Know. Awesome tag. John, does the Chiefs shutting down Derrick Henry worry you at all in the Super Bowl? Um no, because I don't really think that they did shut down Derrick Henry. The first half, whenever the game was close, Derrick Henry he was having a great game um he really really was the problem was they kind of got the game got away from the game got away from them once the lead was gone you couldn't really run Derrick Henry anymore so he, he had, they had 85 total yards rushing but the problem is the titans only work in close games and with the lead they're a team that are not multidimensional and so if you look at what the 49ers have done one 49ers are much better running team than the Tennessee Titans. It, yeah, Derrick Henry's amazing. Yes, their offensive line is great. But the difference is the 49ers have won games by airing the ball out. So, yes, we want to run the ball 40-plus times, which is very weird and very abnormal, but we're not dependent upon that. You can go back to the Saints game that I mentioned earlier in a negative context. For the teams that are successful against the 49ers, we quick passing. That's fine. Guess what? We still won that game. Jimmy Garoppolo has had a 400-yard, four-touchdown game, and it was against a better defense than what we're playing against uh, in the Super Bowl. I'm not really worried about the Chiefs' defense. Yes, they have some stud players and Frank Clark, Chris Jones, Anthony Hitchens. Uh, Tyron Matthew could have been Defensive Player of the Year. There's a lot of talent out there, but they have a lot of weaknesses. One, they can't stop the run. This Chiefs defense can't stop the run. We have seen, they've given up the 26th most yards to the run. Yeah, that's great. You want a key on Derrick Henry? We've got Debo Samuel. That's awesome. No problem. Uh, You want a double team? (laughs) George Kittle, like every team we have played so far in the playoffs? That's great. We're just going to run it at you. Pick your poison. This is a multiple offense, a complete offense that can attack you so many different ways. So if they shut down the run, we've seen games where we have just gone away from the the running game and just been fine. We can put up points. The 49ers team is the most complete team in the NFL, and I don't think that there is anybody really that's close. I really don't. Uh, The Saints come to mind, and the Saints come to mind. (laughs) I think that's about it. Uh, As far as complete teams, there's not a lot out there. Um, Let's see here from Drew. uh, Did Raheem Mostert sign a three-year deal this season? That is a great question. Let me go here to my... uh, (laughs) What's it called? My uh, my research team, which I don't have, but uh, let me just pull it up real quick. I have his contract saved because I'm a weird person. Uh, I've got an image on here somewhere, so I want to make sure I get the right guy. But, yeah, you know, we're moving kind of into now what it looks like in the future because – We've got a lot of moving parts. You know, Brita's going to be a restricted free agent. You know, he signed an unrestricted free agent deal. Curious to see what we're going to do with him. But you are correct. We signed a three-year, $8.7 million contract with him in the 2019 season. So, yes, we do have Raheem Mostert locked up for the next two years. He'll have a 3.2 cap hit, 3.2 million cap hit next year, and a three-point-five the following year, which is a bargain. You're talking about a guy that could lead the NFL in rushing next year with ease. Stupid. (laughs) It's stupid, but I'm so happy for him. Uh, He deserves every penny. He really does. Uh, From Grant, do you think uh, Kyle unleashes some crazy pass plays from up his sleeve because everybody's expecting runs? Yes, Grant. Here's the deal. Because the 49ers didn't have to show anything last week, You've got a whole bunch of plays that you worked on that would work against the Packers that you just shelved. You just put it away. You just put it away. And so now not only do you have those plays that you've already worked on, now you get to institute new stuff because you have two weeks. Now the second week into the Super Bowl is a little different just because there's so much media and all that stuff. So Kyle Shanahan's come out and said, we're going to treat it like we're playing Sunday. We're going to have a normal week. Almost like we're playing Sunday and anything we can get in Super Bowl week is extra. This is huge from a coach that has been there before. Okay. Um Andy Reid has been to the Super Bowl once before. Uh Kyle Shanahan has been to the Super Bowl once before. Robert Saul has been to the Super Bowl a few times as well. So there's a lot of experience in the coaching staff whenever you look at what they have and what Kansas City has. Um, you know, neither one of these coaches has ever won a Super Bowl. One, um, you know, Kyle Shanahan was a play caller. He wasn't, uh, he was the offensive coordinator with the Falcons back whenever they went. But Andy Reid went once with the Philadelphia Eagles and they lost to the Patriots um, who cheated in that one. <laughs> and there's no doubt about that. Uh, but anyway, that's a whole nother issue. Anyway, um, let's see here from Yuli: How can we prevent a Kansas City comeback like they had in the previous two games if we take an early lead? One, very astute observation. I do expect the 49ers to jump out to a decent lead. But <laughs> the 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 Chiefs were down 24 to 0 in the first quarter, came back and won by 20, and then against the Titans they were down what was it? 7 uh they were up by I think it was 17 to 7, and so like and then they came back and won again. Our defense is much different than those teams, but you have to stop the big play. The Kansas City anybody here's what the Kansas City Chiefs are They are the old NBA Jam version of a football team, right? You make one shot, that's awesome. And as soon as you hit that second shot in a row, he's heating up. And then if you made that third shot in NBA Jam, I know I'm just talking to my old people here, but uh, you guys are with me. Somebody right now is listening like, oh, hell yeah, I remember that, right? You hit three shots in a row, that player goes on fire, then you can just start lobbing it up from half court, and it just goes in every single shot that you shoot, right? That is the Kansas City Chiefs. So you have to stop them from going on fire. And the way that you do that is with pass rush and defense. You know, the Patriots uh, held them to 23 points, but the Patriots are not a complete defense like we are. The Patriots have an amazing secondary and some nice interior D-line groups and linebacker play, but nobody in the NFL has the front four we have. And you look at D. Ford going against his former team. You know he said he's got no ill will against them or anything like that. But still, um, you've got to look at how we can get to the quarterback. You got to make Patrick Mahomes uncomfortable, and you got to hit him. He's going to try to run and scramble, and he's going to get some gains. That's fine. But we've got both of our outside linebackers, Dre Greenlaw, who was the person that was responsible for Russell Wilson and did a hell of a job, and also Quan Alexander back. So we have the speed, we have the tools. You've got to make him uncomfortable. Uh, that's just what it is. We'll get to some more film on them, um, you know, soon. But that that that's huge there as well, uh, Mister Superfly. I know it's super early, but do you see the Niners running a Philly special to Jimmy G. I heard about them running it back in August. Um, you know, I'm going to go back and look through the Atlanta Falcons film and see if they did any trick plays against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Uh, I want to kind of see if... What's it called if if he did any of that stuff before so we'll have to see what's going on with that um, John are you going to add a trophy to your 49ers rush podcast symbol after we win the Super Bowl Hell yeah, I am. I want to pony up and pay another uh, graphic designer to make me another logo And I'm going to do it with a smile because yeah, we've only got five up there. This is the quest for six We got to come up with our something for seven that rhymes alliteration or something like that um, Anyway, yeah, I'm with you um okay Zach this is interesting do you think Caden Smith is the Pete (laughs) best of the 49ers because he got drafted to the team that makes the Super Bowl but doesn't make the 53 yeah you know David Mayo uh you got Caden Smith both of them joined the Giants uh there's a couple other guys we're going to see 49ers legend Blake Bell you guys remember that tight end he's on the Chiefs um, so that is a bummer, but at least he's getting paid somewhere. That makes me happy. I like Caden Smith. I wish we could have kept him, but, um, yeah, I, I'm rooting for that kid. Uh, I, I like him. Hopefully, you know, he figures something out, but what it is, it's what it is. Gold blooded for life from teacher to teacher. I sure hope you get a ticket. We will live through you. And that's kind of the goal, man. Um, I, I want, I, I want to try my hardest, to bring you guys uh, with me. And I wish we could find a way to do that. And if any of you guys are going out uh, to Miami, please hit me up. My DMs are always open on Twitter. First drinks on me always, which got me in trouble at the draft in Nashville. Uh, That's why I tried to rob a taco truck. But anyway, that's another story. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, moving on with that one. I don't want to go too deep into that one. Um, Here we go. From a name I can't pronounce, that's a lot of consonants, J-D-H. My favorite Chapmanism, take that for what you want. Yeah, that's whenever um, I want to (laughs) cuss, but I I try to keep this as PG. My kids listen to the podcast and I want to chill. Not like I don't, anyway. Take it for what you want. (laughs) There we go. Uh, Let's jump back into some pro football focus numbers. I want to share the top rated players and lowest rated players real quick. Again, this is from the Packers game that you guys are currently watching. Um, Here we go. Raheem Mostert, not a shocker. The number one rated player, 90.7. Just goes nuts. 224 touchdowns. And you also had a reception for a first down as well. Debo Samuel, 89.5. So efficient with only four touches. He almost gets 100 total yards. Lakin Tomlinson. I don't think we've talked about Lakin enough this year. Right. We get him for peanuts. Former first round pick out of Duke doesn't fit. You know we go get him from the Detroit Lions. They were just ready to release him. He has start, He's the only offensive lineman that's played every game for us. Everybody else has been injured. Staley's been out. You know Richburg's out now. Uh, Person missed a game. McGlinchy missed a couple of games. Lakins taking every damn snap. He's been out there the whole time and doing a great job. Talk about finding a fit in a scheme that works for you and a locker room and a front office that fits and great things happen. So happy to have Lakin. We got him so cheap. I think he's going to be a 49ers for the rest of his career. I really do. I don't think he's going anywhere. Joe Staley, 86.3. Ben Garland, 74.5. Stepping in wonderfully well for Richburg. And George Kittle, 69.2. Now we flip to the other side. Uh, lowest rated player insult to injury, uh, Tevin Coleman, 50.5. He only got eight snaps, but still didn't do much with it. Emmanuel Sanders, 55.6. Kendrick Bourne, 57.3. Matt Breida only played two snaps but got a 57.8. Um, so those are the the highest and the lowest of all of the players. Um, real quick, w- before I get to a few more questions, I do want to, again, just thank our, our sponsor, bluechew.com. That's the color blue, chew.com. Um, it, it, we all know what it is, and if you need help in that area, the this is the best side out there. Use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, and you're going to get your first shipment free. All you got to do is pay 5 bucks for shipping, and here's the deal. If you need a little bit extra pick-me-up, lack of a better term, in the bedroom, Bluetooth.com's got you. Um, you don't have to go to a doctor. You don't have to have an awkward conversation. You, you don't have to be go through all that stuff. All you do is head to Bluetooth.com, answer a couple quick questions. They're going to help you figure out the product that's best for you, and they're going to ship it to you discreet, Package Don't have to worry about, uh, you know, your son running to the mail asking what dad's this. this is a discreet. Nobody's going to know what it is but you. Once you open it, give it a shot. It's chewable form. Uh, it's the same active ingredient that's found in Viagra and Cialis, and it's fast-acting. You can take it on an empty stomach, morning, night, whenever you want. Discreet, private, um, and uh, can't say enough about those guys. And, again, it's free to try. Uh, <laughs> so bluechew.com. Use promo code 49ers49ERS. 49ERS first shipment is free. Just pay the shipping $5 and just go take care of that. So that's bluechew.com. Thank you so much for the support. And yeah, let's jump into some questions here. Sergio, if we hold the Chiefs under 30 points, the 49ers win. Oh yeah, I, I think you're exactly correct. You know, you go back and you look at what the 49ers have been able to do. They have put up some points. Now, the crazy thing is, we've won so many ways. It's so weird. You can't really like put your finger whenever I'm doing my prediction episodes and going through all the different things. You know, I always want to try to figure out like, okay, what's that one thing that if this happens, we're guaranteed to win? And it's hard to find out because we've won games with no sacks. We've won games with no turnovers. We've won games where we run the ball like crazy. We've run games where we don't run at all. Um, And so, you know, if we look at the points just from our last four games – 37, 27, 26, 34. And those are against some solid teams. That's Rams, Seahawks, Vikings, Packers. So 30 kind of seems to be in the sweet spot. Now, because the Chiefs throw the ball so dang much, this is going to be an elongated game. It's not going to be one of those short ones because every time they throw the ball, they're stopping the clock and getting things going. It just takes longer. So the 49ers want to run the ball. The Chiefs want to throw the ball. It's going to wind up somewhere in between. Again, the over-under is 55. So Vegas is saying whoever gets to 27 points first wins. So, you know, Sergio, to your question, 30. Vegas is saying 27. Whoever gets to 27 wins, uh, I think 30 would, yeah, you're exactly correct. Can they score over 30 on the 49ers? Yes. Will they? I don't think so. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, from helper man, I think we play physical defense. We could get the Chiefs uncomfortable. They are more speed based You're exactly correct. They are track meet and shoulder pads. That's kind of how they built their entire team So we've got to figure out something To slow that down and not allow them to take advantage of that. You know, they're gonna do a lot of screens reverses Stuff like that. That's fine uh find a way Uh, T flow, take the under, not because the 49ers won't score plenty because the chiefs are one dimensional offense. uh, It's going to get exposed. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, It's, it's easy to bet the under whenever the 49ers defense is playing like they are. And that you look at the 49ers defense is number one in passing yards per attempt. We allow 4.8. It's one of the best in over a decade what they have been able to stop teams from passing. So we'll have to wait and see because if they're going to try, they're going at our strength. They really, really are. And if we can limit them, force them into third and longs, which they're going to convert some, much better than most teams when at third down conversions, but get them to make mistakes. And I, I really do think that this is a team that can make mistakes. Uh, you know, you, Patrick Mahomes is great i said earlier i do think that he is the best quarterback in football i really really do but he is also a guy that you can go hit and if you hit him enough i think great things that happen quarterbacks don't like to be hit um it's just it's what it is so make him uncomfortable make him complain a little bit make him kind of figure that out and just keep it going at him so uh, take that for what you want so that's going to kind of wrap it up for us guys here Again, if you want to watch the rest of, you just see another Raheem Mostert touchdown. He just keeps crushing it, man. He's just crushing it. So if you want to watch the rest of that, head over to Patreon.com. Join that Frank Gore tier. Um, And again, if you want to contribute to the Super Bowl fund, really appreciate that. You don't have to, but if you do, the PayPal and the Venmo is attached. Any gift is much appreciated. Um, And can't say thanks enough for you guys. it's been a pretty cool three and a half years since we started this bad boy. And I think we're only getting started. Again, uh, I, we will have more details coming from Miami as we get more and more uh, people on board. But uh, I'll let you know where the time and place. We're going to have a meet and greet Friday. We're going to have the uh, official party on Saturday and all those things. But again, we're just uh, finishing up details. I don't want to leak anything out that might change. So uh, I'll be letting you know those things coming up. And until then, and as always, stay strong, faithful.